Enjoy, everybody. Welcome to Dad Tales. Good evening, Leon. Happy Dad Tales Day. Good evening, Andy. You well? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Fine, fine. How's your week been? Been steady away. Work, best bit of all. Kids have broke up now, so getting there. So it's just maintaining their education through the summer. We've got some homework for school through the summer holidays, but apart from that, we haven't got the regimental learning to go on, which I'm massively loving going forwards. What about yourself? How's your week been? Uh, yeah, good, mate. Good, steady away. I've had a good weekend with girls. Been out on Saturday. Um, and you know you know my thing about I have a plan in mind and nothing's going to deviate away from this plan. So I went out, went to a local park, like a water, water park? Not a water. It's got a, a lake. So I wanted to go there. Thought it'd be nice. Have a look, take a little picnic and that. I had a lovely walk around. Weather weren't great. Uh, and then just as I was coming back towards the car to get the picnic to sit out and enjoy that, the heavens opened, it peed it down. So we had an indoor picnic. We had a car picnic, which didn't really spoil anything. It was all right. I don't mind them. I've had them before. And you don't miss now, do you? Do you know what I mean? It's not as if... It is nice sitting in sun, but it's just nice to be out, looking at a different scenery. That that's makes a big difference. Yeah, it's a lovely place as well. Pugnies at Wakefield, for anybody that's anywhere near that area, if you get a chance to go have a walk around there. It's great. And it's free parking as well at the moment. They do loads of More different... victory. More victory, exactly. They do loads of activities and stuff, but they're not on at the moment. But it's it's a lovely place to be. You get there on a sunny day and it's it's really, really nice. Lots to do. So I'd certainly highly recommend that for anybody that wants to go have a nice walk around there. Then went out on Sunday. Just Again, just another little walk, local walk. Uh, we actually visited the area for where Noah had his... Uh, and you had your unfortunate accident. Um, really check blue bags with us. We're grown-ups. Didn't need that. Lucky you. I can't wait for you to get caught short. I hope it's you that gets caught short and you need to pick your poo up. <laughs> we was looking for marks on the tree where you'd maybe etched your initials in the tree from christening it. We, we couldn't see those. Speaking of being traumatised, last night I had a bird in my chimney. Right. So I had to get it, fish it out. <laughs> Because they got, they got stuck in chimney, so I had to pretty much go up my chimney to get it out with a blanket. Got him out, dust everywhere, because obviously it's an open fire. So I had soot and all sorts. I came down, I was covered in soot and dust. And then unfortunately, I had to, I had to put it out of his misery because it was proper injured. Legs were broken, his wings were broken. So I had to um, put it out. It traumatised me massively having to do that. What so, have you had for lunch today? I had chicken pie. <laughs> <laughs> Small bit. I didn't really. I didn't really. I didn't really. But yeah, it was the most traumatic thing I've ever done in my life. Because I've never, I've never done all like that with like a. I spoke to next door and it was like we've got RSPB and I was like, it's absolutely. I, I mean, his face it, it swallowed so much soot as well. I was like, poor thing. I mean, we, we wa- tried watering it to see if we could uh, thingy, but it just needed to put out his misery. And like I say, it was very traumatic for me trying to do it. Oh man, so, have you ever done all like that? Only when I've bumped stuff with my car, I've had someone right. stuck in my dash or yeah. flat on window. It's horrible, mate. It really is horrible. And like I say, when you've got kids in car and stuff as well, it's it's even worse because they don't. Want yeah. To. No. We live in a life where animals never. This never happens to animals. Everything's sunshine and roses. Anyway, yeah. This morning, so Noah's got like a like a rounders bat type thing, and he was like, "Where's the bat? What are you doing with the bat?" And I was like, what do you mean what I've done with the bat? And he's like, the bat? Laugh from last night, what are you done with the bat? So I'm thinking, did he somehow like get up and come down and see, you know, in the, the melee of us trying to get this bird out of the chimney, thinking that I was talking about that. But he was on about, he was on about his rounders bat. So I was like, it was a bird. And it, I've got rid of it. And he's like, what? 
<laughs> so me and him was having a complete different conversation with each other. I'm on about a bird, he's on about a chipping rounders bat. But yeah. I thought, I, somehow I thought he'd seen it. I feel for Nora on this because we have these two-way conversations, generally via text, where you text me something and there's like three words in a sentence, you expect me to understand it. So I presume <laughs> that we've been talking about for the last four days, but no, you've just suddenly gone off on another tangent and think I know exactly what you mean. And I haven't got a clue. And then you go, what are you on about? And I'm like, well, what are you on about? So I feel for no one. Yeah. I know exactly where he comes from. So my kids follow the wife's side of the family and then at my side of the family we're all bonkers we can barely speak barely spell we text out random stuff and we expect people to understand what's going on my sister's terrible for it as well they like need a code just to figure out what's going on in texts so well, I do know what you're on about and I'm, I'm aware I do it I like annoying you so I keep doing it <laughs> well and you do yeah which leads us perfectly on to topic number one so I'll go first so my topic this week is things that your kids can do better than you. Right. So obviously you've just mentioned a few things there, spelling, reading, being an all-round better human being. Right? <laughs> They're all things that they can do better than you. So I don't want to touch too much on school. We've touched on school, haven't we, where kids just seem to yeah. know. We've, we've struggled with this. We really have. My kids, certainly Lexi, is, is quite creative. She's quite arty. Uh, she'll look at something and then think, how it can be changed or moved around and things like that. And obviously, that's why I take her to B&Q when I'm thinking of decorating, because it's good to get it <laughs> from. And it's a great day out. Check back on previous episodes for the full story on that one. Uh, <laughs> and so, and I'm rubbish at stuff like that. I just think, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, about when you dress your kids, you just go, yeah, that goes with that. And I'm the same. I just go, yeah, that blue looks absolutely fantastic. Let's paint the kitchen blue. Because just that's what guys do. And again, if I get an idea in my head, that's it, I'm following straight through with it. Technology is another one of them things in it that kids just seem to, they've grown up in a slightly different age to us. Slightly different age, quite a big different age. But they can just do stuff, you know, ask them to do it and it's straight on. Andy flies about with stuff on her iPad and it's, it's just quick, very, very quick, which is good. It's a good thing. And then I wanted to, this is always, we've always said this podcast about being lighthearted and talking about stuff, but I'm going to touch slightly on some serious issue. Strap yourself in, we're going serious. So kids, things that kids do better than we do. Right, they're more forgiving. So they don't really all grudges to them. If something happens at school, it's forgotten about within 20 minutes. Adults, we could learn a lot from them on these issues. Not judging people. Again, as human beings, we kind of, certainly in sort of managerial roles that we've both been in and you're in, is that you make prejudgments on people all the time without generally thinking about it. And it's not something that really, well, it's the old saying in don't judge a book by its cover. I've made this mistake many a times on judging people. Yeah. I feel like I shouldn't do. And it's turned out to, not bite me on the bum, but it's certainly turned out that I've been wrong. So I'm trying to be more open with stuff like that. And just having fun. You can give, give a child a box and they will find something to do with it. And I think that's something that, as adults, we need to really look at more. and Just just be a bit daft sometimes and have, have a bit more fun. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, nail on the head there, where my kids can just entertain themselves all day long. I think I've said it before, like, I'm not too keen on my own company. I always want to be around somebody. But I just think sometimes, like I say, be a bit more daft, a bit more silly, and just don't take life too serious. I think kids just go with the flow, don't they? And I think we as adults need to be a bit more, just go with it and see how it goes. Too, oh, too regimental. Yeah, absolutely. So my other sort of two little notes I've made here 
is as adults we need to be more brave in things we do i think certainly from my point of view i overthink things and i generally think right let's do this and then i think of the 10 possible things what will go wrong with doing yeah. that whereas children don't do that they just go all right let's get on this bike and let's ride this bike and i'm not thinking about falling off i don't understand that that's not part of, of this concept it's just get on this bike and ride it so we need to be more brave and this one you'll know this one very very well because i've seen you in action with this on numerous occasions you can look my window again <laughs> <laughs> well th this is good part of it um have no shame <laughs> <laughs> So sometimes you kind of just have to grab the bull by the arms and just go, I'm going to do it. You walk around a park carrying a bag of human poo. You have no yeah. We've been conscious of not being too personal on these stories, but I've seen you eat food off of somebody else's plate <laughs> numerous occasions. I've seen things that people don't really need to know about, but you certainly have no shame. And I like that. I like that about it. That's something <laughs> I need more of, I think. Yeah, I got like I say, I completely agree. I mean, like for me, what I overdo is like you say overthink things. I doubt my ability sometimes, but I'm more than capable of doing a lot of things. But what I will do is I'll go to go do something and think, oh, what happens if someone disagrees with that? What happens if someone doesn't like that? And over it, I should just really go with it. And if someone don't like it, that's constructive to redevelop and go on. I, I should be able to take on that negative to develop. But I'm always, I don't like that side of it, so I'm always cage on how I do things which I need to sort of get out of. Which kids, like you say, kids don't do that. Kids don't understand the concept of someone going, no, that's not right. Mm -hmm. Who cares? Do you know what I mean? I'll do it anyway. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. learn from it. there. You know, if you say something in, in school, I mean, I was always at school and I, I very rarely put my hand up because, and I'm worse now. If I'm ever in a meeting and somebody asks something, I will sit there and I listen until I have to answer something. Whereas yeah. kids, because I'm worried about going, oh, I'll stick my hand up and go, oh yeah, that's so-and-so and go, and everybody look at me as if to say, you're an absolute tool. Whereas yeah. kids don't, and I love that aspect of them, and just go, I'll put my hand up, I'll have a go at it, if I don't, if I don't get it right, you don't get it right. And you no, just, then you learn, you, yeah. you learn that it's not that, and you, you learn that what the right answer is, whereas we're scared to actually even attempt to get it wrong, to then learn, where we'll just sit in our own bubble and go, I still don't know the answer, because I'm not even challenged if I'm right or wrong in the answer, which we need to be more brave. So I completely agree with you, I think you're completely right there. So one thing that we've done this weekend is that we've set we've we have, we've set we've set our own personal challenges. So this is something that you might want to get involved in with Amy, Ava, and Noah. So your own personal challenge that's going to run from now up until probably going back to school. And what we've thought is it's learning a new skill. It's learning to maybe adapt to something, create something. It's come about because I've realised that. And it's, it's great news that we're getting towards the end of this this pandemic. And hopefully, sort of towards the end of the year, the world will be back spinning and things will be back to normal. And we've come through this. And I'm still at a position where I think, although we've both been working from home and, and you've obviously been going into work as well, I've not I've can't, not wasted the time, but I've had opportunities to do something here and I've not done it. So we've all got a challenge. There's going to be, hopefully, fingers crossed, there's going to be a treat at the end of it if we all complete the challenges. We'll go through it. So my challenge is I've got to learn. And if I say this on air, then I've got to do it then, don't I? Because we can give feedback as we're going. Yeah. Uh, we're all each other's support network, so if it's a case of going, I'll text them all and say, have you done your bit today? So mine is that I've had a ukulele for 18 months. I love the ukulele. I loved George Formby when I was a kid. 
you know I'm a big Frank Skinner fan and he loves it. So mine is to learn a song before we go back to school. So I've got to get on it and got to get playing it. At the moment, it's on a rack in the room and it just looks brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to pick it up and start learning it. Ellie's going for running. So she's going to try and do a 5K in under 30 minutes. So again, it's a good one. And you know, it gets her outside, it gets it's some something to work towards. Lexi is going to do, uh, she's going to work on a netball. So come sort of September, she's got to shoot 40 out of 50 netball shots. So she plays netball, so this is good as well for a practice because she's not done anything for the last 15 weeks with regards to netball, or very, very little. And Andy, this was a difficult one to try and figure out what she wanted to do. So she's going to learn to knit. So she's going to work with a nana during the holidays and just see if she can knit something like one of her teddy bears or something like that. A little scarf or we even talked about see if you could knit face masks for us all nice. you know just work with it and obviously it, she's only little she's only got little hands so it's going to be she's going to get some help but the majority of it has got to be her work and we've got some at the end of it to sort of show we've done it i like that definitely i'll speak to the family and i'm going to get something organized for us to do it. and i'll report about next week of what our our challenge is going to be and then obviously i'm roped in as well that i can't not get away from it so Good stuff. Because it's got to be measurable as well. You've got to have something at the end of it where you can go, well, we've done yeah. it. And it could yeah, be... I mean, I, I, did, I did sort of have a challenge that I was trying to do through lockdown. Obviously, we're working and everything. It was, it was hard trying to get out and be running. So when I first went to lockdown, my 5K time was about 28. And I, I managed to get it back down to how I used to run. And I've got it down to 23 minutes. And I said I wanted to get to 21 minutes. But I, I haven't run for a few weeks now. I, I just can't get myself motivated to do it. So... Mine might be something along them lines, but I do sort of want to stay away from exercise because I do exercise. Obviously, I'm going back to my classes and stuff like that. So I want to do something a bit different that's out of my, out of my comfort zones. Yeah, well, have a think. And obviously, you've got three other people there that you've got to justify not doing it. To. And if you can have <laughs> some sort of little family reward at the end of it, maybe, you know, a night away in a hotel or something, you know, go out for a nice meal or leave them at home and take the missus out. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> So can you babysit for me beginning of September then? Yes, I'm there. <laughs> for a week. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that's us. So we're gonna try that. So it'd be great if other people could get involved in this as well. I just think it's a real good way of coming to the end of what's been an awful few months and go, right, at least I've come out of it with something. It might just be something that's learn to juggle, you know, learn to handstand, learn to we talked about uh, balloon modelling, something like that. Something that you can just yeah. spend. 20 minutes a day just practicing i think it's it's a good thing so again if anybody's got any ideas on what they want to do feel free to get involved it'd be great to know what other people are doing and we can share your ideas with other people so they can get involved as well don't necessarily have to finish in september we've just set that as a day it could be christmas it could be next year whatever you want to do so you'll be trying to get over already they not played you by september they're going oh. actually we're gonna go christmas now <laughs> no, our deadline September. I'm saying other people could extend their deadline. Yeah, I think we'll join you at September. I think I think it'd be nice if we had like a everyone everyone in for September, and then we can have like a bit of feedback on how everyone's got across who's putting their challenges out. We can have like a bit of an episode where we do like shout outs to that. I think it'd be quite cool. That'd be brilliant. I reckon. I like. It us. What's your topic this week? So my topic is the career I want to do as a kid versus the careers my kids want to do when I speak to them now. So obviously I've got two, so they're both very different in what they want to do regarding when they get older and stuff. But like, we'll start with myself. So when I was younger, I was very run-of-the-mill in 
occupations what I want to do. I've not done any of these, by the way, that I've, I've gone through some completely different that I wanted to do as a kid. So I, I always like wanting to be a pilot or a policeman or a firefighter or join the army. There was like the there was my always go to. Obviously, every kid wants to be a footballer. That aspiration was always there. But in a realistic career, I could have been a policeman. I don't think I could have been a pilot. I don't think I'm academically there for that sort of thing. And I'm quite heavy, so the, the plane probably struggled to get on ground. Heavy. Whereas, yeah, very heavy. Whereas Noah, what he wants to do when he's older, he wants to be a farmer, So like, which I think is quite quirky and quite cool. But he also wants to be a grass cutter. So when he sees the people going past on the grass cutting machines, he wants to drive one of them. So it's like, we were walking up Riverbank a couple of weeks ago, and we went past it, and he's like, oh, that's really good. And he's like, I want to do that. And then ever since that, he always says, I want, to, I want to drive one of the things and be a grass cutter. And I'm thinking, I can get a job in council, mate. I can, I can hook you up here. Do you know what I mean? 60, get him in, having a go. But he also has, obviously, your, your aspirations of your fairy tale stuff. So he'll say, oh, I want to be a footballer. But the other one that he wants to do, which I, quite, I think is really quirky, is he wants to be the first person to go to Mars. We had a conversation not long back about no human has been to Mars yet. First, we've been to the moon. And he's like, oh, I want to go to the Mars. So since we had that conversation, he's now, he wants to be an astronaut as well, on top of that, to go to be the first person on the planet, which somebody who's alive now will be the first person on Mars. It could be, Noah. So wow. watch this space. I mean, it's possible, but I think it's quite cool that he actually wants to do that. The other one, he wants to be a spy. He loves the little spy thing, like playing games as being a spy. Now, Ava, obviously, you're going to see the difference of kids today, generation, and her age being a little bit older. She wants to be a YouTuber or go on The X Factor. So somehow, at the age of seven, she's already got it in her mind to make a living. You just have to be famous. So that's already there as a built-in program. Now, I did, I, I did obviously, when you were discussing my topics, I did push her and said, what about if you can't do them? So obviously, I have aspirations to go on X Factor because she wants to play keyboard on X Factor. So she wants to go on there, play keyboard and sing along. So... After a bit of touring and throwing and pushing, she wouldn't mind owning her own shop and being a hat and dressmaker, which I thought was quite quirky as well, a bit left field. But she, she's like uh, Lexi, and she loves to be creative, very arty. When she watched like, that Troom Trooms, and like, they little, like, do like hide a pencil case or make a pencil case, and actually, it's got a can of Coke in it, it's got sweets in it, and you twist it one way and the sweets drop out, so a teacher can't find out. She loves doing things like that, making crafts and stuff. They're really good, mate. They're really good. I love Noah's sort of being a farmer. It's not necessarily because you're obviously not a farmer. I know your parents and grandparents have kind of come from that, haven't they? Yeah, my mum's side, we've got, we've got a farm in that side of the family. Yeah, so my mum grew up on a farm with like a hotel. It had a farm fastened to it. And my mum's sister's family, all them, they're all farmers and they own like land and that. But it's not something that Noah's been actively involved in. Is it? It's not like he's grown up on a farm. He's a townie, isn't he? He's- no. No, like I, I think it, I think where that's come from is obviously seen some on telly or when we've been out and about, like when we've been on our walks and stuff. Because what past the, do you know that new little farm they've got going on there? Yeah, in Airmin. You've been past it. There's like some pigs oh, walk yeah. through like his pig yard. Yeah, yeah. So obviously we've had the conversation like like why is the pigs there? And it's like oh, it's like a bit of farming land. So it'd be things like that where it's come from. He he hadn't specified it's going to be livestock farming or it's going to be agriculturally uh, plants and stuff <laughs> farming. He just wants to be a farmer. Maybe a mixture of the two. I think the key thing is, is with any type of aspirations, whether they want to be, <clears throat> whether they want to cut grass for a living or own their own business of, of a shop or be a footballer or be a YouTuber, I think the important thing from our point of view is just to encourage them to be the best at whatever they can be and whatever they want to do. I mean, I'm happy with whatever my, whatever pathway my kids take. 
as long as they're happy in what they're doing. And I think that's the same with everybody. Everyone wants them to do that. We all, we'd all love them for them to be comfortable and, and follow that lifestyle maybe that, that we think is really nice and glitzy and glamorous, but it's not always. But yeah. interestingly, on that, so I've read this week that two-thirds of children in a school will end up doing a job that hasn't even been invented yet. That's cool. Just let that sit with you for a second. Yeah, that's quite cool, that. So we talk about like technology and things like that. There'll, there'll be jobs out there that, again, when, when we was kids, that there's people that are doing jobs now that we thought, well, I didn't even realise that was a thing. Dog grooming and stuff like that that was never really on your high street, was it? Dog walking. I, I don't think that was ever a job when I was a kid. But people no. now and make a good, good living from it. And again, if you want to be the best at that, brilliant. Yeah, go for it. And the other one, on average, you'll have 17 different jobs. 17? 17 for your life. And I know that sounds an awful lot, but if you think of how many things you've done since you've left school, even in leisure, sort of lifeguarding. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah I, I get like progressing up in that. I was just thinking, I can't say 17's a lot or not. Because like, like you say, I'm 33 and I must be quite close to that 17. Yeah, well, I think, I, when I initially read that, I thought that's a lot. But now I think about it, I, I don't actually think it is. No. I think, again, like you say, when you move up the career ladder, certainly within our background of leisure, you've, you've done, like say, coaching, lifeguarding. We've done bits of bar work. Yeah. Silver service type stuff. Yeah. Worked at multiple sites, all doing them jobs across different, I, mean, I know it's not a different job per se, but it's different roles and responsibilities yeah. depending on the size of the site. So technically it is a different job. Like I say, just straight off the top of my head, I'm thinking, God, I'm not, I'm not far off. I bet I'm if you thought, there. That, thought about it, you wouldn't be. And the one that we both have in common, that we both started off a few years ago, we have both delivered pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Man, that, that, was, that was a cracking job. I used to love that. Can you imagine if we had like deliver room and things like that now? Uber, oh, no. we, we could have been there. We could have been doing it. Uh, could have been. The only downside was the car stunk of food the next day and it was awful. It made you feel sick. I bet it didn't. I bet it just made you hungry. Uh, I used to have to go to college with all, everyone in the car like thinking, God, this guy stinks of sweaty food from the night before. Well, I used to do it when Ellie was little. I used to take her with me. Oh, well, I used to take my mates. So we'd like, I'd have a car full. Like, five of us in total in car. And I'm, everyone's got like bags on the laps. We're just driving around delivering pizzas oh good times because i mean that's all we used to do anyway like so when i want at work delivering pizzas and stuff we just drive around town all day long anyway five of us so why not just drive around anyway and doing the old drop off but i was getting paid to do it because i was i was the first one i think i was about to get a car so it was always in my car just driving around i don't think i ever did a shift where i was on my own genuinely no matter what there was somebody that would be not doing out and go i'm coming out with you tonight do you know what i mean I think this is another thing we need to touch on with everybody. What's your worst, or not worst job, or maybe worst best job? So the jobs you did as we was growing up. Because again, you know, kids as teenagers, I was a teenager when I was doing it, you was as well. Yeah. Our first jobs, maybe we should chat about first jobs. What's people's first job that they've done, that they've earned a little bit of money, either through school, college, something like that, see if we can get something really interesting. And one thing that we we need to touch on is obviously doing this we can see who's sort of listening to us or where people are listening to us from to a certain degree we know that we've got listeners in canada and the united states 
or we know that people have listened in that country. We'd love to hear from people from there. We'd love you to share it as well around and we'd love you to get in touch and let us know what was your first job, what's, you know, other things that we've discussed. Yeah, just stay in touch, get in touch, be in touch. Touch, touch. I've got, I've got to say, this week's been probably one of the best weeks for people getting in touch, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. We've had a lot more communication this week. I mean, it's, it's, you can tell, like you say, it was starting to get a bit more listenership, like you say, getting to Canada, getting people in America listening. But they're also getting people just writing in now and, you know, getting it going. So it's getting a lot better for us in that aspect. So more the merrier. Get, get on the bandwagon, everyone give us a We've had listeners from Holland, from Iran. There is even people from the UK listening. Yeah, excluding our family as well. There is people outside of our family circle listening, which is impressive. Yeah. So, yeah, you're exactly right. We've had a lot of feedback this week. So one thing we've been discussing, and this has gone on for a couple of weeks now, because you trashed Annie pretty violent way, really. So we asked last week for feedback on the best kids' TV programme intros. And bear in mind... We went big last week with Fraggle Rock. So you've been in charge of the Instagram this week, Leon. I've been in charge of the emails. So I've got my top three via email this week. Um, Do you want me to go first? So I'll tell you what I'll do is I'll give you two and I'm going to save my top one to go against your top one. Okay. Right, so... Uh, Jodie from Hull says Pugwall this is a great shout this was an Australian uh, kids TV programme it's a good shout it's a classic theme tune it's a good one Pugwall went straight off my head yeah like I say it went straight off my head Pugwall did you listen to the intro though? I did very good intro and I I, I watched about 5-10 minutes on um, on YouTube and then I was like oh they're Australian it's an Australian one (laughs) It took you 10 minutes to realise it was Australian. Well, I was thinking, why am I speaking so funny? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's probably what people think when they're listening to us. Yeah. What's what's wrong with that guy? What's wrong with your voice? Yeah. Right. So my second one is this is from Chris from Doncaster. He hits us with the Babysitter's Club. And, I mean, I'm not judging on what people are watching or what what they watched as as a child. But this is a brilliant intro. This is a really good intro. So if nobody's heard it, the Babysitters Club, and I mean it's Chris from Doncaster. I'm presuming it's Chris Tuffer. It could be Chris Dean. So that's my two. I'm going to save my top one. Hit me with two of yours. So two from me then. So in third, I've got Banana Man. So I think which is a very good shout. What a theme tune that is. That's quality. And that was from Terry from London who took that one in. Which, That's, like I said, I thought, I, I thought it was a good one, that one. And do you remember that? Do you remember that? I, I, I do, yeah. So I, I do remember it, but I'm just, not the wrong side of it, but like, I, I knew of it, knew what it was, but didn't really watch it too much, which is why it, got, ends, it, why it ended up on third for me, whereas the other two, I remember them so vividly that I'm gonna, they're definitely more nostalgic. So second, which was from Alan from York, it's a right shout as well, Scooby-Doo. What a theme tune. Timeless. And that goes across so many different generations. I mean, Scooby-Doo was massive when my sister and that was little. And she's ancient. <laughs> uh, Scooby-Doo was a big one for me on that one. Scooby-Doo was a good one. Scooby-Doo's good. And like you say, timeless. Yeah. Oh, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> good impression, mate. Good impression. 
I, I, I felt a bit lonely after your singing last week, so I thought I'd work on the impressions this week. Right, so these, so you're, you're picking your best one, I'm picking my best one, and what we'll do then is we'll, these will go on the Instagram and we'll put them on our Twitter this week for a poll, and we want to know who, which is the best one. Right, so this one, I'm hoping you've heard of this, because this is a classic tune. It's super grand. Yeah, I'm sorry, mate. I don't have a clue what it is. I might, I might, I might have to YouTube it and then see if it rings any bells. But Super Gran isn't ringing any bells with me. Super Gran, absolutely. Give, give, give us first bars, then. Give us first couple of bars. Come on. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> but it's good, honestly. I was listening to it today. Uh, you've put me on the spot there. You've, you've done me in. Hit me. What's Super Gran up against? It come from Joe from Howden, Captain Planet. Now, do you remember Captain Planet? Yes. Yeah, I do remember Captain Planet. Good theme tune. Yeah, for me, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, man, there ain't going to be much beating that because the programme itself was all right. But the theme tune, my God, was that a good theme tune. To the point where half the kids at Playground were singing it when I was younger. What a theme tune that is. And don't forget, this is about the theme tune, not necessarily how good the programme was. It's theme tune. So that's that super grand, what you just said. Not really fussed what it's about. Is it's that theme tune a brilliant one? Because I think Captain Planet's going to take some beating here. I don't know how you can dare say you're not sure what it's about. It was about a gran that was super. The, the only super gran I know, oh, it was Gangster Gran, I was going to say. That's, a, that's the only grand thing I know. That's David Williams' uh, super gran. I just need to say that was from Jason from Hull as well. Um, so nice. that was a good shout that one so we'll put them on the ground this week we'll see what they're against if anybody's got any others um that they want to get involved with this then feel free because what we're going to do pick one of these off against fraggle rock or what what? so the winner then goes off against fraggle rock there might be like a intro world cup here (laughs) because to be fair if i put my third against your third say banana man and yours was well if i was to go third i'd probably go babysitters club third and then Pugwatt so, in second. So, so for us right now, just just to and fro, which do you think's better then, Banana Man or hands down, it's Babysitters Club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got to disagree there. <laughs> <laughs> Babysitters Club. We're gonna, need, we're gonna need public again to split us on this. So, if you're gonna go Scooby Doo or Pugwall, what are you going with there? I'd go Pugwall. To, to be fair, when I listen to Pugwall's um, theme tune, because it's them as kids in it, they're like in a band. Yeah, I, I, from the ten minutes I watched, that's what I grasped. So I'm glad I got that right. I thought that was quite co- cool and quirky that they are in their own band, they write their own theme tune. But it weren't no Scooby Doo. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, beats it hands down. No problem at all. No problem. I think, I think we might have to. I think we might have to chuck a triple threat um, combo up here for people to vote them on the heads head here. Def, definitely, definitely. You're super grand, and you're and the Captain Planet are going head to head. Are you uh, are you going to go with this? Because this is what the Annie happened. We got we got Annie caught, didn't we? Eh? Yeah. Well, I've I've more faith in our listenership now. I think that they've realised that the mistake that they've made with Annie, and we're back on it. I don't think it, no 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 one's come back and gone. You know what, Andy? You was right. Not one person's done that. If all all I've heard is, is he all right picking Annie? No, but I bet I can edit that for you to say. You know what, Andy? You were right. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for that great bit of editing there anything to add no no uh, what you got on this week much on this week um, well it's the grand opening 
by the time we get to record again, we'll have the grand opening of the life centres. So I'm really looking forward to that and how that's going to be and obviously get ourselves back to the new norm, I suppose. But then obviously once that's done, we can stop talking about that because everything's back to what we want. Building some furniture for the boy. So better ordering new bed set. He's getting too big. So we've had um, like the nursery set, which converted into a bed off the, when the crib can take the sides off and that. So he's been in that since it was little. So we decided to buy a new bed for him. It's like a bunk bed type thing. So new shelves, new wardrobes and stuff. So got that. Got that. Look forward to building. Uh, are you building it then? Yeah. So I'll have um, hands covered in calluses. You see, I like your sort of maintenance DIY building that you normally do, and I'm pretty certain it involves you passing screwdrivers and hammers to the father-in-law. That's pretty much how it works. I am very good at holding a toolkit and watching how to do something. I'm I'm so blessed that I've got a father-in-law that is capable and can pretty much do anything you need him to do. Do you know what I mean? We get, like, he's so handy that he can put his hand to anything. It could be plumbing, it could be electric. Do you know what I mean, he's so, like, universally handy. Just one of those types of guys that can just put his hand to all and fix it. He's so far away from what me and you are then, isn't he? Oh, massively. My extent of actually being handy is I can wire a plug up. I can cut the grass. I can put a washing line up. But anything where I'm going to have to go inside, hey, yo, lad. <laughs> you can put a washing line up. <laughs> I, I was just thinking. So what you've basically said is you can tie a knot. Well, sometimes the washing line comes down and I have to tie it back up again. You still have them Velcro. I, I, just, I was thinking about the things that I've done around the house recently. So I mean, where I think, yeah, I've done that. And that needed doing, so I've done it. And one of them was putting a washing line up, so I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely excelled yourself. Absolutely excelled yourself. Always. Um, oh. So, me, not much on this week. Um, Ellie's here at the moment, so which is really good. That's been nice to catch up with her and learn all about what she's doing and what she's up to. So, she goes back this week, so we'll have the drive back. Maybe fish and chip at Seaside. Nice. Done. And, yeah, that's about it. Hopefully a nice week. And I'm going to get cracked on with the uke. Nice. We'll get on with that. I, uh, so what, 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 song, what song are you going for? Just, just, is that going to be, can you, can you disclose that? Or is that, wait for the surprise? I think what will happen is when it comes to sort of September, the closest song that it sounds to will be what, it, what it's going to be. It's going to be nice. And, and, and the fact that all Yuk songs like ding 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 is how you sing it that makes a difference because they all sound the same, don't they? Well, that's the thing as well. With a Yuk, you tend to have to sing with it because you don't really that's get from the from the tune. So looking forward to this. So, so looking forward uh, to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's recorded. We're we're knees deep now, so it's uh, that's where it's going. We're gonna do it. So yeah, so I'm gonna certainly get on with that this week. We're, we're, yeah, all good. Just out of curiosity as well, so sorry to hop back. I used to, I used to play guitar at GCSE. How are you going to tune it, by the way? Right, I mean, I'm no expert here, but on a guitar, it doesn't have an S string. So how have you managed to get G, C, S and E strings? <laughs> you funny boy, funny boy. <laughs> Um, just... that's, that's probably the funniest thing I've ever heard you say and you're meant to be a stand-up comedian that's <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever heard you say uh, yeah. I write it all myself <laughs> you can tell half the time <laughs> um, so I have an auto-tuner on my phone 
Yeah, cool. No, I, I was just going to ask a question. I was going to ask a question because that, that was always the hardest thing I found, keeping my guitar in tune. So I put it in my case and then obviously everything gets knocked and just tuned it. And I, we've been here before, my ear for music isn't the best. And I used to really struggle to actually tune it. I wasn't too bad at playing it once I got going, but actually hearing the, the tune, the, the, the notes, sorry, I just find that so hard. Yeah. So. Well, it's... The, because it's a new, it's, a, it's not a new uke, but, but I bought it new and it hasn't been used very much. I have had dabbles with it, but that's as far as it goes. I couldn't even tell you what the strings were called now. So it's literally starting right back at the very beginning. And you have to, you have to kind of keep tightening them to start with to make sure that they sit. Yeah, you do, yeah. But again, if anybody's got any tips for me, if anybody wants to send me any links to any videos that will help me, if anybody uh, is throwing any free lessons away, they <laughs> do, because they don't need to look like a plonker. I'm, uh, I'm not even going to offer because I want to see you suffer. I'm not, I'm not even going to give you any help whatsoever. So I want to see you suffer. And I expect nothing more from you, nothing less. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, have a good week, my friend. Stay smiling. You too, mate. See you same time next week. Same time next week. Bonjour. Please like, rate and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at dad underscore tales underscore.